I believe life is one big spiritual creative experience and everything that we do, whether it's start a business, write a book, fall in love, or I don't know, pull a bunch of tarot cards, has a little spiritual lesson wrapped up inside of it. I'm obsessed with trying to understand the mysteries of the world from the arcane to the mundane and unboxing as many spiritual lessons as I can. And on the 12th house, we're going to explore all of that. So let's get into it together. Hello, and welcome to the 12th House Plus. I'm Michelle Pellison Lipsitz. You know, technically my name is Michelle Lipsitz. That's like what I changed it to, but my middle name is Pellison. And professionally, I go by Michelle Pellison, but sometimes I go by Michelle Pellison Lipsitz. I never go by Michelle Lipsitz. So sometimes I don't know whether to say my middle name or not, or to say my last name or not. Anyways, it's Michelle Pellison Lipsitz, MPL, as my friends call me. Hi, welcome. To the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Let me get my voice down to its normal register as opposed to my up high head voice, girly voice. Uh, nothing wrong with a girly voice, just, you know, I got some feedback that, <laughs> that the intro to the podcast sounds like my phone voice and that they didn't like it, the person who left the feedback. And I was like, that's interesting, huh? Okay. <laughs> I don't really know what that means, but I think I know what it means. So I'm just trying to like, you know, come back down to neutral to make this easy listening for you. But I also get excited. So sometimes when I get excited, I get a little bit high, I get a little bit kink. And thank God you take me as I am because you're the 12th house plus. And if you're listening, that means that you are a subscriber to the secret feed, to the special feed, to the the whimsy of the 12th house plus, which is our subscribers only podcast. Welcome. Thank you for being incredible content consumers. I'm also assuming content creators and people on the other side of the headphones. I'm delighted that you're here. I'm really excited about today's episode. It's something near and dear to my heart. And when I was prepping this, cause I, you know, I spend like so much time, I spend so much time uh, writing outlines and and scripting. Not You wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know it. But I really do spend a lot of time coming up with what I think I'm going to say or would like to say, usually go off book, which is why if it ever sounds bad, that's why. It's because I freestyled, um, even though I have the notes in front of me. But as I was coming up with my notes for today and my outline for today, it made me realize that I've been writing newsletters professionally, either weekly or daily since 2014. And that's gross because that's nearly a decade, which is like, that's a lot of time. <laughs> that's a lot of time to be doing anything. I've like never lived in a place other than my childhood home. Like I've never done anything for 10 years other than like live in my childhood home. So that's a long time for me. I'm 34. So across my creative career, this has been the the glue that's held it all together, the sort of like running seam through it all. And I wrote that to say, you know, I'm not an expert in writing newsletters. I just have been doing it in some iteration or some form for a really long time. And hence, I get asked a lot about making newsletters and writing newsletters and I love newsletters. They're my favorite thing in the whole world. I love subscribing to them. I love reading them. I love making them. I love peer pressuring other people into making them. And I am almost like, I'm almost, I'm almost surprised when people are like, oh, it's not a fun process for me. 
or like I hate writing my newsletter. It's the thing that I always procrastinate on because I'm like, how? (laughs) It's so fun. How could you procrastinate on it until I remember that, yeah, most newsletters are boring and suck. Although there are amazing ones out there, but I would say the majority, like 90% of them are absolute trash. And I also send immediately to the trash or archive in my my own personal email Um, or God forbid, unsubscribe from, or if I'm really mad, sometimes I'll mark them as spam, which I I don't think you should do. I think that's actually a really bad thing to do. Don't mark someone's stuff as spam, especially if they're like a small creator, but like Amazon, you can totally mark as spam. Anyways, it's all to say that I wanted to give you an audio course on how to write a weekly newsletter, but more specifically, how to write a weekly newsletter without wanting to die, semicolon, and perhaps enjoying it. (laughs) Like, How can we make our weekly newsletter process something that is, my favorite word, generative and exciting and generous and like feels pleasurable because I really think that's what it can be. And newsletters have gotten a bad rap, you know, in the digital market marketing world, they're often used as a vehicle for like only promoting our work or being salesy, and that never feels good. Or at least that rarely feels good to me. Maybe it always feels good to you. I don't know. But it rarely feels good to me to just look at a newsletter as like this means to an end when it comes to quote unquote connecting with your audience or your community, something that you like have to put out in between selling stuff to them. That feels like a bit ick to me personally. And I think just given the proliferation of email newsletters, they're back, baby, because of things like Substack or Beehive, it's really easy to get overwhelmed when it comes to getting started and to think, oh my God, I've got to start a newsletter, just like I've got to start a podcast or I have to start a blog or I have to start a, I don't know, TikTok or whatever. It it gets added to our list of like one of those other things that I have to do have be, have to should do in order to be like good at business or good at my work or a good creator blah 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 so i would like to just like strip the moralistic parts of, of this away and view newsletter an email newsletter as a creative endeavor as a project that's fun and that has more than one sort of like end goal now I could teach you an entirely separate course on how to monetize a newsletter and how to use a newsletter in your business. And like we'll touch on some elements of that inside of this conversation. I also talk a lot about that in um, a course I teach called Creators Cashing In. It's called Notion for Magical Bodies, Creators Cashing In, because newsletters are a small part and, and obviously an important part of connecting with your audience. Email is so important because it's the only one of the only ways that we have direct a direct like line to our customer meaning we can control as much as we possibly can when they receive something from us and when we're able to reach them for example if i post something on instagram right now because of the algorithm because of shadow banning because of whatever there's a very small likelihood that you'll see it at least that you'll see it in a timely manner unless you're like super dialed to me you're like one of my super fans you probably won't see it When I send an email, it immediately gets delivered into your inbox at the top of your inbox. There's no hierarchy um, yet. (laughs) That would actually be a really good email product to make. Um, there's There's no hierarchy in terms of what gets seen. It just gets to the top of your list. Now you might get a thousand emails a minute. So that means that it might be hard to find my thing, but 
people are much more precious with their email real estate than they are with their social media real estate is what we've learned over time. Um, so there's sort of like this self-correcting real estate when it comes to email inboxes. It's just, I think, like a little bit more of an <laughs> surprisingly intimate way to connect with people. So all of that is to say, I think whether you have a business or you are just a creative person or you're thinking of starting a business, a newsletter is one of the best things that you can do, at least one of the most wonderful ways to spend your time. It can be very life-giving. And like I said, I'm not an expert in this. I've just been doing it for a really long time. My first newsletter that I sent and had to send was when I worked in the wellness space in New York in Tribeca for really rich ladies. Um, I eventually worked in tech. One of the first things that I had to do was start a newsletter for the startup that I worked at that went out to all of our customers. I remember sending it with a horrible typo in it and getting in so much trouble. It was like it went out every Friday night and I was on a date with someone and I got this like berating email from my um, boss, like, how stupid could you possibly be? Blah, 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 blah. I can't believe you didn't read this. It, you know, it was the whole thing. Um, so I know the terror <laughs> of sending an email. Um, and I also, when I worked at Thrive Market, I became, you know, like the second in command to the editor, like the content person at Thrive. So what I had to do at the end of every day was aggregate all of our um, media that we'd created and then send it out as an in-house email to everyone. And I had sort of like taken on this role or this job from somebody else from our director. And she used to just send an email that would be like, here's everything that we wrote today. And then the headlines. <laughs> I was psychotic. And I was like, this could be so much more fun. What if I put a gif and a joke in every single line? And it was, it was literally just a plain text email that I would send in Gmail, but I wanted to make it really fun. And guess what? More people read our newsletter and read our stories when we made it more fun when they added gifs in. So, um, <laughs> I've been doing this for a really long time. It's how holisticism got started. When I didn't know what I wanted to offer and what holisticism was, I thought mm, back in 2017, yeah, 2017, it's like, it would be cool if I like made a newsletter. Like I'm already reading all the stuff that I want to share with people and I want to send people and then I want, I want people to spend time with. So why don't I start a newsletter? I really had no intention of it being a thing that lasted for longer than six months. I've said this before and lo and behold, it's still here. So I've written lots of things for lots of different people with lots of intentions, right? Things just for fun, newsletters that were meant to have a call to action for in-house employees, newsletters that were meant to convert customers, brand building exercises, everything uh, across the board. And however you decide to use your newsletter, which we'll talk more about in a second, I just think it's like an amazing practice. It's also just an incredible skill to be able to have. Like what an amazing like creative force. <laughs> I think the mistake that people make is thinking that a newsletter is one thing, right? That it's just like, I don't know, a mini blog post or like a couple of cool links. When in reality, it's like an entire universe. There's so much that you could make from it. There's not like one right way to do it. There's not one formula or format. Can you tell I really like newsletters? Okay, that was a preview of the 12th House Plus content. Just a little sneak, sneaky snack. If you like that, if you want more, if you want to hear the whole story, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify Podcasts at the very top of the page where you would subscribe in general for the podcast. It's $5.99 a month and we'd love to have you. Mm -hmm.